For just one corporate job, only four to six people will get an interview for every 250 resumes received. Those aren't very good odds if you're counting on that job. The fact is, you need a real person advocating to a real employer that is a real job, and that's where Express Employment Professionals come in. Express is your local resource to help you get a new job. Express has more than 18,000 jobs available weekly. That's 18,000 jobs that need to be filled right now. Find your nearest office at ExpressPros.com, and Express never charges a job seeker to find employment. Your locally owned Express office can connect you with available jobs in your community. On ExpressPros.com, find jobs in manufacturing, accounting, customer service, sales, distribution, and information technology, you name it. Visit the nearest Express office today to speak with hiring professionals connected to the available jobs in your community. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. ExpressPros.com. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. Mark Allen Frost holds a master's degree in counseling psychology from the Dominican University. He is also a channel for the physical author and educator known as Seth. Mark and Seth have written 11 books together. Mark also channels Seth to provide phone readings to their clients around the world. His latest book, so maybe 12 books now, Visionary Chronicles. Mark, welcome back. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, George. Thanks a lot for having me back on. Let's uh, let's talk about Seth beyond what I talked about with the Jane Roberts episode. Tell us a little bit more about Seth based on your experience with him. Well, based on my experience, I was a student of Seth almost from the beginning. I, I first read his first book when I was uh, a teenager, or at least when I was about 20 years old, I guess. <clears throat> and I was totally impressed. I fell in love. I I thought, wow, this is truthful information. And I sought out uh, his other books uh, from my 20s into my 30s or so and read them voraciously as they were published. And I just felt that this was um, wisdom. Uh, it resonated with me. And I sort of built a little spiritual practice around uh, the Seth teaching as it was back then, the proclamation that we create our own realities, that we are not victims, but powerful reality creators, uh, it really spoke to me, and I've appreciated that over these many years. And I assume it's the same Seth that communicated with Jane Roberts, right? Oh, yes. Yes, same Same guy. And Uh, how did that evolution for you then occur when Jane died in 1984, there I'm sure was a little lapse there of Seth not communicating with people. How did it? How did it happen with you? Well, it was a surprise for me. I was uh, going to the university to become a marriage and family therapist, so I was pursuing uh, an academic career, and then I hoped to uh, develop my own practice. Uh, in the meantime, I was doing hypnotherapy practice, uh, helping people to overcome their fears, fear of flying, that type of thing. Uh, And one of my clients, her name was uh, Cass Smith, phoned up and asked to do a past life regression. Okay. I didn't know much about that. I was sort of suspicious of it. Uh, Even though I was a CES student, I found that past life stuff a bit uh, too far out there for me. But my mentor at the college 
gave me some suggestions to give her to put her in a, a deep trance, and we would try to do a past life regression. Uh, we did. I did some suggestions for her. She immediately went into a trance and apparently experienced a past life in which she was being devoured by lions in the Roman Colosseum. Ouch. You can say that again. Yeah. Okay. I, I will. Ouch. But it, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, so I sort of panicked. and I said, wait a minute. You don't have to experience the pain. Project your consciousness out of your body uh, as high up as you want to go and tell me what goes on. She did that and described these lions tearing the flesh from her bones till that's all was left was bones. So I brought her out. Uh, she was none the worse for wear, and we decided to try it again in a week. But in the interim, she phoned me up and said, uh, I'm getting interrupted in my meditations. At that time, she was doing uh, the Benjamin Krem meditation, transmission meditation, they call it. Huh, okay. And she was being interrupted by this guy, she called him, who called himself Seth, saying he wanted to write books again. So I said, well, instead of doing a past life recall, come in and we'll do some suggestion to see if we can pull Seth in, if, that's, if it really is Seth. Uh, so she came in. I did a few suggestions on her, and literally in a few minutes, uh, her eyes popped open, and she said in this guttural voice, uh, I'm here. You asked for me, and I'm here. I said, is this Seth? He said, yes, Mark, this is Seth. Uh, I said, it's this the Jane Roberts Seth. He said, yes, uh, I am the same Jane. I am the Jane Roberts Seth. The Seth that you know, I think, is the way he described it. Okay. Uh, so all of this is recorded on videotape. It's on my YouTube page. It happened on March 23rd, 2002. Uh, in a few minutes after he identified himself and after I gave him some probing questions to, uh, <clears throat> so that I could confirm it was actually Seth, he began dictation for his first book, 9-11, The Unknown Reality of the World. And in a couple of months, we published that book, uh, from those <laughs> from those transcribed notes, basically untouched, unedited. It was his communication stream. And it's been uh, Seth uh, since then. Uh, this is our 12th book, The Visionary Chronicles. Um, my friend Cass left our project to pursue other spiritual exploits. And so uh, I'd learned how to pick up his communication stream uh, and as it turned out, that was his idea all along. He brought Cass to me so that he and I could carry on the work, and she would go on to seek other guidance from other masters, you might say. Mark, did Seth ever explain, I don't know if Jane Roberts, uh, I can't remember if she put that in her books, who he was when he was a human being in another life? Or was he ever? Oh, yes. He's had physical bodies, lots of them. Okay. Um, but he has no need for them now. He's basically uh, an educator, a philosopher, uh, and that's the type of work he does now. He was nobody prominent or any, anything uh, like that. Well, he was a minor pope. Uh, some of these lives we cover in our uh, biography, uh, <clears throat> Seth's autobiography. 
one of our many books that we published. Now, he's made some predictions with you, uh, some that you've made uh, on the show. Let's let's do a little review, if you can. Um, some of the things he has said have been pretty uh, remarkable. Let's let's go through them. What what have they been for you? Well, it depends on which ones you're talking about. Uh, I think primarily the worldly ones. Well, the worldly ones are. uh, I think he's pretty spot on uh, in a general way because he his forecasts are for what he calls his people, the Seth entity human counterparts, people that look for him in their reincarnational existences. Currently, I channel him in this time frame, so his people are finding me. Um, And he talks about what's going to happen in the lives of people who are looking for the truth in their realities. Uh, To distinguish these people from uh, the majority who are not interested in that. They want, the majority want to be told what to do. They want to obey. They're in what Seth calls the common trance of the obedience and consumerism. But there's this other piece of humanity who are in the uncommon trance, who are seeking the truth, uh, and who know what's going on out there. And they're not fooled by what's going on in the negative media, Seth calls it, uh, which includes most uh, electronic broadcast media, yeah. newspapers, local news, CNN, and all that. So these are people who are uh, not listening to the negative media, but tuning in on their own innate wisdom, what Seth calls the ancient wisdom communication stream. Would Seth jump in to uh, bail us out if if something was truly going to happen, some calamity? Well, yes, he does. He does that uh, with us personally, Carol and I. Uh, and he will, um, <clears throat> you, see, you see, generally speaking, that's the reason he came back. Uh, he was sort of in retirement until 9-11 happened and it shook the world. Uh, a few months later, March of 2002, he shows up. It's his main reason for being here. He believes that we're on a, a trajectory of self-destruction on this planet, uh, that the powers that be are violent and do not have the concerns of the common citizen foremost in their minds. And so he's here to present an alternative uh, which is an empowering uh, type of teaching that says the individual has the power, not authorities, uh, not governments, not the PTA. Individual citizens have the power to create their own realities. And so uh, apparently his idea is the more people that realize that, uh, the more positive realities will be created and the sooner we can uh, avoid this uh, one-way walk into uh, self-destruction. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.